What's up, guys? Nick O'Dwyer back with you for the 10th inning. Today, I am going to give you my final Power 5 conference predictions. This one will be the Big 12. I've already given you the ACC, Big 10, Pac-12, and SEC predictions for this upcoming season. If you want to go watch those, just go to my channel, look up those videos. But in this video, I will be doing the Big 12 predictions for this upcoming season. Now, the Big 12 is a little different than all the other conferences just for the fact that they don't have two separate divisions within their conference. They just have one conference, 10 teams, and all those 10 teams are in the same division. So it will be going one through 10, not one through six, like all the other conferences due to the two divisions. So let's get started. At number one, I have Oklahoma. Oklahoma was 12-2 and two last season with eventual Heisman winner Kyler Murray. And that's the second year in a row that an Oklahoma quarterback has won the Heisman. Baker Mayfield being the first. Now Kyler Murray. Can Jalen Hurts, the Alabama transfer, make it a third? That's up for debate. I personally don't think he will because you have people like Trevor Lawrence, like Tua, who are right now the front runners. But Jalen Hurts, no doubt a great quarterback. He transferred from Alabama, though, because he's he's just not playing over Tua. And that's kind of where it is right now. But Jalen Hurts, great option for an Oklahoma offense who just connected on all cylinders last season, passing-wise, running-wise. They were 7th in the pass game, 11th in the run game, 4 yards per game. And they were the number one scoring offense, scoring 48.4 points per game last season. That That's unstoppable. Yeah, part of that had to do with Tyler Murray. But... Baker Mayfield did it last year. And I know those are two number one picks, two Heisman candidates, Heisman winners who did it. But Oklahoma's offense is designed for the pass game and the run game to run perfectly. And they always have those players. So Jalen Hurts should fit right into that role, lead them to a conference championship again. Oklahoma's looking for that third straight Heisman in Jalen Hurts. They think he'll be that guy. Now, the offensive line will be a concern. For Oklahoma, they had one of the best offensive lines in the nation last season, but they lost four out of five starters. Now, offensive line for me is a big thing. I think you need a good offensive line to have a great team. But Oklahoma, they're so good at recruiting. They have so many good recruits coming from that Midwest territory especially. They'll be fine on the offensive line. I see no doubt. They might not be as high-powered offense as they were last season, but they'll still have a great offense. That is no question. They have no Marquise Lee. Hollywood Brown is gone. Now, Hollywood Brown was their number one receiver last season. He is in the he is on the Ravens now in the NFL. So that'll be tough. But they also have they have two wide receivers who are NFL ready already. CD Lamb, who had 65 receptions and 11 touchdowns last season, and Lee Morris. Then their tight end, Grant. Colaterra, their offense is already set. The offensive line is going to be the biggest question for them, but they should be good. Their defense, though, their defense was a stereotypical Big 12 defense. Great offense, terrible defense. 129th ranked in the pass game last season on defense and 53rd in the run game. Okay, that run defense isn't bad, but that pass defense has to go up. They allowed 32.4 points per game. Now, obviously, they were able to overcome it, scoring 48.4 points per game. 
but they were the 96th ranked team in the nation, allowing 32.4 points per game. That's going to be tough to get. Now, they're going to have to overcome that, but their defense brings back nine starters from last season. They had a great offense last year, but their defense was really young. Bringing nine starters back, yeah, just because you bring a starter back doesn't automatically mean, oh, well, they're going to be better, but Oklahoma's defense is going to be better this season. Ronnie Perkins and Kenneth Mann lead that pass rush on the edge, on the defensive line. And the the only thing they really need to work on on defense or replace is their leading tackler, Curtis Bolton. Bolton is gone. Bolton led, led, led the Sooners in tackles last season. Now that's going to be a big one to overcome. Whenever you lose a leading tackler, it's always hard to overcome it. But Oklahoma's defense is kind of set up where one linebacker or two linebackers will get a majority of the tackles. So I see no problem with that. Oklahoma will be number one again in the Big 12. The question is, where is everyone else? At number two, I have Iowa State, who went 8-5 and five last season. Quarterback Brock Purdy looks to continue after 7-1 and one in the second half last season. Not that great of a first half of the season, but he went 7-1 and one ending the season for Iowa State. They should be good. Montgomery, their running back, David Montgomery, is off to the NFL, but Cyclones didn't have a great run game even with him. They were 58th in the pass and 110th in the run. So, yeah, Montgomery's off to the NFL, but they were still ranked 110th anyway. So, not saying did do they really need him, but can someone else step up into the role and do better? I think they can. Offensive line returns five starters. And they have the potential right now to be one of the best offensive lines in the entire nation this season. But that's always what the Big 12 has. Big 12 usually always has great offensive lines because they need them to have those great offenses, which they have. So the Cyclones offense will be good. Hakeem Butler will need to be replaced at wide receiver. But LaMichael Petway, Tariq Motney, and Deshante Jones can do it. They have the talent. They have the potential Now all it is is Brock Purdy needs to be able to get them the ball. Their offense will be fine this season. Now on defense, seven starters returned to actually one of the best Big 12 defenses. On defense last season, they were 62nd in the pass D, 21st in the run game, second in the Big 10, and allowed 22.5 points per game, good for 36th in the nation. So by by Big 12 standards, that's a great defense. By normal standards, that's a good defense. I think they have the potential to be a great defense this season, not even just for Big 12 standards, for normal standards. They would give Oklahoma the biggest run for a title in the Big 12, but I still think Oklahoma has a little too much firepower for the Cyclones, and I don't think the Cyclones will be able to get there. Iowa State will finish in second, though, which not bad for them at all. Then going at number three, we got Texas, who finished the season 10-4 and last season. Sam Ellinger will be back at quarterback. They have consistent receivers, and their offensive line was upgraded in the recruiting process this season. They were 35th in the pass game last season, 91st in the run game, and scored 31.7 points per game. Now, their defense will be a learning curve. Defense only has three starters returning this season. And again, just because you have starters returning, doesn't mean you're automatically going to be great. Just because you don't have starters returning doesn't mean you're going to be bad. 
But their defense last season wasn't really anything to write home about. They were 114th ranked in the pass defense, 36th in the run, and allowed 26.2 points per game. Now, their leading tackler, safety Brandon Jones, does return in the secondary. That'll be big for him. Their secondary should be really good. But their defensive line needs to replace three starters that they lost this offseason. So, their defense will be a trick for him, but their offense should be good, no doubt about that. Going to number four, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was 7-6 and six last season. Now, Oklahoma State has something that really not every Big 12, but most of the other Big 12 teams don't have. They don't really have a quarterback yet. Yeah, by this point, they've probably chosen a quarterback, but they have three freshmen who could fight for that starting quarterback. Tylen Wallace at wide receiver, 96 catches and 12 touchdowns last season will be a huge advantage for whoever starts a quarterback for them this season. They were 10th in the passing game last season and 46th in the running game. Great offense, but again, their defense, not good. 107th in the pass D and 81st in the run defense, allowing 32.4 points per game, which was 97th in the nation. Now, their biggest question on offense will be the offensive line. Offensive line, they don't have quite the recruiting that the Sooners do for their offensive line. So will they have a good offensive line? Yeah. Will they have a great offensive line to match the production on offense that they did last season? I'm not too sure about that. Now on defense, their defense will have four new starters on the defensive line. Everyone's going for them. They need two new DNs, two new tackles. Now, they do have more size coming at the linebacker position, which should help. Devin Harper, 235 pounds, and Amen Obanbemida at 225 pounds are coming in at their linebacker core. And their secondary should be strong. A.J. Green, a good corner, and Rodarius Williams at safety is a very good tackler. Their defensive line will be the biggest question mark for the Cowboys this season at Oklahoma State. I still have them ranking fourth behind Texas because their offense won't be as high power as they were last year, and their defense will still be good. If they can put everything together and prove me wrong, hey, I would love it. I'm a huge Cowboys fan. I would love to see them do better, but I think they're going to finish fourth this season. Now, tied for fifth in the Big 12, I have Baylor and TCU. Baylor at 7-6 and six last season. Tell me if this is getting old. Great offense, not that great of a defense. 19th in the pass game, 65th in the run game. Scored 29.5 points per game, tied for 63rd in the nation. But their defense was 80th in both the pass and the run and allowed 31.2 points per game last season. Good for 87th in the nation. Again, if you're going to win in in any kind of football, in any kind of sport, you need to score more than the other team. That's pretty self-explanatory, but you can't allow two more points per game on the defensive end than you're scoring. That's just not how you win games. This season, it will change. Charlie Brewer is their quarterback of the future. Their game, their offensive game will be very good. Brewer might, it might take some time for him to come into his own, whether it be this season, whether it be next season, but he will be a very good quarterback, possibly the best quarterback in the Big 12 this season. I'm not going to say the best, but possibly the best Big 12 quarterback in the season. Then their backfield has four potential starting running backs. And John Lovett, Jermichael, Jermichael Hasty, 
Tristan Ebner, and Craig Williams. All four of those guys, great options coming out of the backfield, should help the passing game, which needs it. And then Denzel Mims, Chris Platt on the outside at wide receiver. But their offensive line will be their offensive line was the biggest struggle for them last season. They need to put in a better effort than there was last season. Yeah, they still had good offensive numbers last season, but with the 19th ranked pass offense and 65th ranked run offense, and you're only scoring 29.5 points per game, no, you have to do better. And that partly falls on the offensive line. So the offensive line has to do better. They gave up the most sacks and tackles for loss in the conference last season. Got to do a better job, but other than that, their offense should be high power. Now on defense, seven starters return to D. Clay Johnson and Jordan Williams will be back at linebacker for them this season. And although although 242 passing yards allowed per game was good for third in the conference, which again shows that the conference isn't really that great at defense, they need to be better. Chris Miller will be back in the secondary. They have a deep group, but no real standout player in that secondary this season. They'll need to find that if the Bears want a chance to be great. Now tied with them, I have TCU. 88th in the pass game and 82nd in the run game. They were kind of the oddity in the Big 12 and kind of have always been the oddity in the Big 12. They have a decent offense, but a good defense. Their defense last season, 40th in the pass, 41st in the run and allowed 24.4 points per game, good for 44th in the nation. But their offense only scored 23.5 points per game, good for 107th in the nation. Now, for the front, for the Horn Frogs, they do have quarterback Justin Rogers coming back for them this season. Hopefully, he'll be healthy. Otherwise, Alex Delton will have to step in for them this season. The rest of the offense looks strong with four offensive linemen returning. Darius Anderson at running back. And then Jalen Pressey at wide receiver. Now, they had the Big 12's best defense last season overall. A great secondary led by Jeff Gladney. But three of their top four tacklers are gone, so linebacker will be the biggest question mark for the Horned Frogs. They'll still have a good defense, but their passing, their offense has to work it out on both sides of the game if they want to be a better team with a better record this season. So right now, I have them tied for fifth with Baylor. Now, tied for seventh, I have Kansas State and Texas Tech. Kansas State, let's start with them. 116th in the past last season, 52nd in the run, scoring 22.5 points per game last year. They have they have started they have seven starters returned to that offensive line, including sorry, to the offense, including four offensive linemen, with Boise State transfer James Gilbert at running back. Skylar Thompson will be their quarterback. Isaiah Zumbler, Dalton Schoen, Nick Landers, all back for the wide receiver and tight end. Their offense has potential to be really good this season. But still, they were bad on both ends of the ball last season. Pa- offensively, they couldn't pass. Defensively, they couldn't stop the pass. So they need it on both sides, not just offense. Their offense can be really good. But on defense, their linebackers have to battle through injuries sustained late last season. And it could be tough. Their secondary has good players, but they need to get gelled. They have a lot of players who really haven't played with each other yet. They need to learn the system, need to learn how to play together. But once they do, they'll be decent in the pass game. And their pass rush has to be strong for the defense as well. For the passing game, you need your secondary and your 
defensive line to both be strong. If the defensive line gets pressure, that means the quarterback has to get rid of it quickly. Now, on the flip side, if your defensive line can't get pressure, your secondary has to hold the receivers so they don't get open so the defensive line can get there and get to the quarterback. They work together. They have to work together this season for Kansas State to do anything. Then, tied at seven with them, Texas Tech. Quarterback will be a deep position for them with starter Alan Bowman and Jeff Duffy will be a good backup for him. They had 350, they had the third ranked pass offense in the nation last season and 108th run offense in the nation. Good for 34.3 points per game, good for 11th in the nation. But their defense, same problem. 128th in the pass, 62nd in the run. Allowed 31.1 points per game, good for 86th in the nation. Their defensive line has to help the linebacker core, which will still be good even without their best player, Dakota Allen. The linebackers are always a strong spot in the Texas Tech defense, and they need the secondary and defensive line to both help them out. You can have great linebackers who are tacklers, who are covers, but they can't do everything on their own. It's a team sport. You need all 11 men to play. That's what Texas Tech has to work on this season. Then at ninth, I think West Virginia will fall off this season. West Virginia was 8-4 and four last season with the 4th ranked offense, pass offense, and 75th ranked run offense with Will, Dreyer, with Will Greer at quarterback. Greer's gone. Austin Kendall comes in as a transfer for quarterback. David Sills and Gary Jennings at running back. Kennedy McCoy and Martel Petaway are, are deep in their offensive line. They'll still have a good offense, but their pass game won't be nearly as efficient this season, and that's what's going to hurt them in the long run. Then at defense, they were 100th ranked in the pass defense, 50th ranked in the run, and allowed 26.5 points per game last season. Good for 60th in the nation. Their safety will be new with many players going to the transfer portal. Their secondary, mainly their safety position, had... I think it was five or six players go to the transfer portal this season. So their secondary, mainly safety, will be all brand new. They're going to have to teach them real quick. That makes me think it's not going to be that great of a defense for them this season. It'll be somewhat similar to last season. And their offense just doesn't have the firepower that they had last season to overcome that struggle. So they're going to finish ninth in the Big Ten, Big 12. And then finally, Kansas. Kansas obviously is known for a basketball school. They're not known as having a great football team. And this year really isn't any different. Les, Co- Les Conan knows how to coach quarterbacks. He came in as their offensive coordinator this season for an offense that was 98th in the past, 79th in the run, and only scored 23.8 points per game, good for 106th in the nation. Their defense really wasn't much better. 93rd in the past, 77th in the run, and scored 30, allowed 30 points per game. Now, their all-star running back was suspended and their offensive line was decent. Offensive line was decent last season, but their run, their best running back, probably, possibly best player on the offense, getting suspended for the season, at least early in the season, that really hurts. That really hurts their chances. And I don't see the Jayhawks bouncing back from that. And the D needs to work on everything around safety, Mike Lee and Bryce Bryce Tomden. Their their secondary in their defense will be the strong point for them, but I don't see the Wildcat. I don't see the Jayhawks doing anything this season. I really don't. So at the top of my Big 12 to recap, 
I have Oklahoma and Iowa State in the championship game. I think Iowa State could put a, a bit of a challenge against Oklahoma, but I, I think Oklahoma will safely run through the Big 12 this season, win the conference again, and go on to the national championship where there are four teams. If you disagree with me, let me know. If you agree with me, let me know. Don't forget to click, share, and subscribe this video if you liked it. If you don't, just tell me why. For the 10th inning, Nick O'Dwyer. See ya.